This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Aguna uh, Shabbos, everyone. Here are some questions on Parshas Vayishlach. Uh, we have a lot of questions today. And question number one Yaakov Avinu sends word to Esav. So Yaakov says, I have shar, oxen, chamar, donkeys, tzoyin, sheep. Now when Yaakov uh, splits up his camp, he splits up the sheep, the cattle, and the camels. So there's something inconsistent here, and my friend Rav Pinchas Ratzlatsky also pointed this out, that... So apparently he had camels and he didn't have donkeys. I mean, wh- why, why was he telling Asa about the oxen and the donkeys and the sheep? He didn't say anything about the camels. On the other hand, when he's splitting up the camp, he's splitting up the sheep, the cattle, and the camels. So that's uh, uh, interesting and uh, questionable. I would begin to say based on Rabbi Tzadik HaKoyin, that the point that Yaakov Avinu was making, that he had oxen and donkeys, was he was referring to Yehuda and Yosef. Shar is Yosef, Chamar is Yehuda. But it's not, that wasn't referring to his actual possessions. Okay, next question. You know, Rashi says that if you look at the way the gifts that Yaakov Avinu sent to Esav, the number of male animals and female animals, we learn how many female animals are needed for each male animal. How many females a cow needs? How many females a sheep needs? How many females <clears throat> a, a goat needs? In other words, from there we learn how, uh, how many male per female. What's the ratio? And from there, Rashi says, Chazal learned that depending on one's occupation, and depending how how close one lives to home, that would depend on one's obligation to one's wife in terms of marital obligation. So I was wondering, why is why are the guidelines of marital obligation learnt out from the gifts that Yaakov Avinu was giving Esav? I mean, that, that's a pretty strange and unusual place to learn out the guidelines of <clears throat> marital obligation. One thing Rashi said that caught my attention is Rashi says that a par, a bull, who is very busy, and Oisik Malacha, the bull only gets four females, as opposed to other male animals that have nothing to do, they get more females. Now, it could be then, Yaakov Avinu had four wives. The point being, Yaakov Avinu is saying, I have the kayach of a par. And we know, Esav was a par. We know that Esav is shar or par, and Yosef is shar or par. So maybe Yaakov Avinu is sort of alluding to him, I have four wives, I have the kayach of a par, and that meaning I could overcome you. But again, that's, you know, al-pi But on a basic level, why, why would Chazal learn out Gidrei, Mitzvah Oina from this location. Next question. I have more questions here, but... So, Yaakovino tells his messengers that 
Yesuv's going to ask, Lamiata, who do you belong to? Number two, where are you going? And number three, who are these gifts for? So Yaakov says, tell him, you belong to Yaakov. And these gifts are for you, Esav. I don't understand. Yaakov told his messengers that Esav would ask three questions. And Rashi says that Yaakov addresses Allah Rishon, Rishon, The first question first, the last question last. Okay, but Yaakov forgot to address the middle question. Where are you going? Why didn't Yaakov address the middle question? Why only question 1 and 3? Now I have an obvious question here, but just the language of Rashi really really struck a a chord in me. Rashi points out on the Pasuk that Yaakov took his 11 sons. Rashi wants to know where was Dina? Ah, Dina, he put him in a box. He put her in a box. Ah, oh, says Rashi, that's why Yaakov was punished, that he withheld Dina from Esav. Rashi says, Shema Tachzirena Lemutav. Maybe Esav, maybe Dina would have a good influence on Esav. I mean, with all the various answers over here, because maybe Dina will have a good influence on Esav, he should marry of Dina to Esav, but maybe she won't. If we know for sure Vadai okay, you could have a, a question, Yaakov. Why didn't you want to be Makar your brother? But it's only a Shema because of Shema. He should mess up the life of his daughter. Next question. Rashi says in Paraglamid Beis Pasuk Chavdalid. Yaakov Avinu Vayaviraim. He crossed them. He crossed everybody over the river. Says Rashi, he made himself like a bridge. Now I understand that to mean Yaakov stood in the river. He took stuff from one side. He put it on the other side. He took stuff on one side. He put it on the other side. He took. How does Rashi know that's what he did? Maybe he just took some stuff, crossed the river, came back, took some stuff, crossed the river, and came back. How did Rashi know? He stood in the river and made himself like a bridge. What evidence is there that he did that? Next question. The angel says, I gotta go. I gotta go. I need to sing Shira. It's the morning. I sing Shira every day. I don't understand what's going on. This is not a regular Malach. This is the Samach Mem. This is the angel of Esav. The Samach Mem sing Shira every day? The Samach Mem daven Shachras every day? I mean, that's a, that's a new one. The Samach Mem sing Shira every day? And <coughs> furthermore, Rashi says, when Yaakov said, what's your name? He said, my name? Why do you ask my name? I don't have a set name. It depends on my job. What do you mean it depends on his job? He's the angel of Esav. He has one job. He's a Yetzirah. He has different jobs. Next question. Yeah, it says, Vayikra loy Yaakov shema makam Peniel. Kiraisi. Yaakov called the name Peniel because I saw Hashem face to face. I don't understand this Pasuk. 
The Pasuk starts, and he called the name Peniel because I saw the Pasuk switches from third person to first person. Next question. It says in Parak Lamed Dalet, Pasuk Chav Dalet. Okay, I want to read to you this Pasuk. They listened to Chamar and his son Shechem. All those who came out of the gate of the city. What does it mean anyone who left the gate of the city? should say, Again, it says, all those who left the gate of the city listened, and all those who left the gate of the city did Mila. Why the emphasis on all those who left the gate of the city. Next, it talks about eight kings of Esav. The end of the parish, and it says, by the way, that's Lefnei Malach Melech Israel. These eight kings reigned before any Jewish king. Uh, no kidding. There are no Jewish kings. What kings? No, no kings ruled. What does the Pasuk mean? Lefnei Malach Melech Israel. And then I'm thinking, actually, is it even true? Wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu a king? And these eight kings ruled continually, even in the times of Moshe Rabbeinu. Anyway, if anybody uh, has any good answers over here, or any thoughts, by all means, these are just some ha'aras for you to think about. And now we have an amazing subject one of the most interesting subjects, uh, I, I, and uh, brace yourselves, we're about to come to it. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.